from social media Go back to when life was easier That non-electric relaxation Enjoy your mother nature's lactation I know my career started digital But going back to nature's pivotal Most people are addicted to screens No, that's all bait, don't click at your fiends online So much you forget who you are That online persona hits you too hard Most of what most of you show is highlights I just mind my own and focus my light Wave bye-bye to living in high five Hoping my legacy's gold when I die Honestly, I think I'm too unique Maybe that's pompous, I dare you to speak You just throw shots, what are these responses? Claim you're woke, but you hardly were conscious Normally, I would just smack you haters But I'm chilling, headed back to nature Wanna unplug from social media Go back to when life was easier That non-electric relaxation Enjoy your mother nature's lactation Need an escape, I wanna go for weeks Full of enrichment where the culture speaks I need a new hideaway right away I need something new so I might just stay Tired of fake news, real news, feel used Ain't looking for someone to kneel to Life is short, it can end in an instant My whole life I've been independent I've been through the flames, been through the embers I won't be controlled by influencers They program us to ensure the hate sticks Then they sit back and observe the matrix Wanna go up but that seems harsh to me We can see, but only partially They build the world up to burn it later I'm sick of this, let's return to nature Wanna unplug from social media Back to when life was easier That non-electric relaxation Enjoying mother nature's lactations Wanna unplug from social media Go back to when life was easier That non-electric relaxation Enjoying Mother Nature's lactations Wanna unplug from social media Go back to when life was easier Namas y caballero, ladies and gentlemen, bienvenidos a Vida en Cero Gravidad. Welcome back. You know what it is, zero grav in the building. Actually, I'm not in a building right now. I'm not in any building. But even when I'm not in a building, I'm in the building. You know, you feel me? We get, we're getting it in, you know. Um album update we are so close so close in fact i i i can almost guarantee that by the next show it will be done like by the next by the next life in zero gravity godcast i think the entire album will be finished so be on the lookout 
be an announcement. You know, it's coming. I can guarantee it. And after, like, it's kind of funny <laughs> because people, people get confused, man. And they, they think that this album has taken a while, and honestly, it hasn't. <laughs> Like, we put a lot of work in, but we worked quickly. Like, we worked hard, but we worked quickly. So, and it's 11-11 right now, so everyone make a wish. Alright, it just turned to 11-12. But anyway, <laughs> we worked quickly. Like, we got everything done in a pretty quick manner. So, for those that thought this was, like, a year, you know, like, several years in the making... Honestly, I wasn't in a, in a place to create this album last year. Last year was such an awful fucking year, man. And just for me. It had to do with coronavirus, but honestly, it was just so much other stuff on top of it. Like, coronavirus just made everything worse, but it was just a shit year anyway. Like, it was just good. It was determined to suck. <laughs> this year it was like it was guaranteed to suck or the la last year I mean and honestly we got that double double near the end of the year Lakers won Dodgers won that honestly I don't want to say that erased the whole year but that did help it eased the pain you know it's a whole new year this year obviously because every year is a whole new year <laughs> I don't know if you knew that but the time is arbitrary anyway. Borders are arbitrary. It's all man-made in the end. But you know what? Hey. It is what it is. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever other cliches I can throw at you. They're coming. And they're coming fast. Like most of you with your five-minute five-inchers. <laughs> oh, man. It's just... It, at this point, it's just funny to just throw that into episodes. Like, just randomly. Won't even be talking about that shit. So I gotta say, uh, I gotta roll with Los Savareños on the fucking... As I said that, there's probably a couple people that fucking... A couple Silverados just stopped in their tracks. And were like, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck I gotta stop fucking around. Uh, for the uninitiated, man. There's a bit of a rivalry between Los Mexicanos and Los Savareños. So... <laughs> If I say that, <laughs> let me let me quit while I'm at. <laughs> so I I gotta say, man, I think like in my life experience, I haven't had a lot of bad pupusas, you know, but I've had some bad fucking tamales, some bad tamal tamales, <laughs> as some say. I've had a bad tamal or two in my day, so fucking. I don't know, man. Pupusas just have a higher uh, hit rate, I think. I know, that's controversial. It's controversial, but... I ate something today. Again, they nicely had a food truck at my work. I had them. And they, they were pretty good. I mean, they weren't the best pupusas I've ever had, but... They got the job done, man. They were pretty fucking... They were pretty okay. <laughs> They were acceptable. Like, yeah, man. I don't know. I, like, 
Because for those who don't know, pupusas are almost like flattened out tamales. Like, th that's almost what they are. You know? They're like made of the same sh shit. They got the masa and like, you know, it's stuffed with cheese and, and beans. Well, not, well, pupusas have beans. I guess tamales don't normally have beans. But, um, I mean, they stuff tamales with pretty much everything. <laughs> I've had uh, tamales de piña. <laughs> you know tamales de fresas like it just depends <laughs> I, I should start doing some bilingual stuff on this show more because a lot of people don't know my Spanish is pretty on point <laughs> so I can, I can throw down a little bit and get down sprinkle some tajin on this show you feel me <laughs> some chile Zero gravedad con Chile. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, my Spanish has really been put to the test lately. You know, hanging out with all these Salvadoreños, y, uh, you know, Mexicanos, y <laughs> Cubanos, Cubanos también. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Having fun. Hope, hope y'all are having fun out there. Um, I don't want to get into... There was an album that came out this week. I ain't going to get into that because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I ain't going to talk about it. And and uh, I, don't, I don't like to speak that shit into the universe. So the only album I'm motherfucking talking about is motherfucking Chamber Zero. My new album. I don't think I've said the name on here. Fucking Chamber Zero, baby. It's going down. That shit. I guarantee you. I fucking guarantee you. Now, some of y'all might not... You might not say it's the best album of the year. You'd be wrong. But you might say, oh, it's not the best album of the year. But I guarantee you, you listen to this shit, you will not be able to deny its quality. Like, you might have a preference for... Honestly, though, I don't even see how you can have a preference. Because so many of these albums have so much fucking filler, dude. Like, I see them and it's like... This album has, like, fucking 20 to 30 tracks on it. Like, that's too fucking much. I saw Kendrick... What's it called? It's it's crazy how people dig into this shit. So, Kendrick registered 30 songs with ASCAP. So, I don't know if that's all for one album. But I gotta say, man. If it's for one album, that's too fucking long. That's too many fucking songs. Nobody's trying to hear that. I mean, it's possible. Like, it's possible it could be good if it's a 30-track album. But even looking at the names of the tracks, I'm like, I don't, I don't know, yo. I don't know. It looks a little uninspired. But honestly, I think that I guarantee we'll get at least some good songs out of that Kendrick project. I personally don't have that high of hopes. I just get a bad feeling. I could be totally wrong. And if I, I want to be wrong, I want to have more good shit to listen to. That's the thing. Like, I want to. So we will see. I, I will listen to it. I may not have listened to the album that came out this week, but I will listen to that. I'll give you a hint, though. The album that came out this week that I'm referring to had a fucking horrible album cover. Like, one of the most uninspired album covers I've ever seen. And just ugly. Just lazy ugly fucking album art you know 
and that doesn't mean everything. I know some people don't like mine. Like, I've heard criticism, uh, like, not to my face, but I've heard people tell other people, oh, it looks like a kid drew his album cover. It looks like a kid drew it. Yeah. And it's like, I was going for a different aesthetic, you know? I wasn't necessarily, like, trying to make hyper-realistic shit on my album covers. So... I mean, you can say what you want, but I was going for more of, like, a figurative interpretation. I wasn't going for... I wasn't, like, trying to make the shit photorealistic. Like, so... I don't know. Personally, I was going for colorful... Like, on my album covers, I'm going for usually colorful, vibrant, and stylistic. I'm not going for, like, oh, let me try to recreate this, like, frame by frame. Make it look exactly like the photo. Because I've always thought that that, like, that's, that is a skill. Don't get me wrong. That's cool. Like, nothing wrong with that. But for me personally, I'd rather, like, create a stylistic interpretation than just, like, make some shit that looks exactly like a picture, you know? Personally. Personally, I wouldn't want to make something, like... I I get the value in it, it's cool, but it's like, there's a picture, like, there's already something that looks like that, it's dope to do, I just like the more stylized shit, personally, I've always liked that, like, I liked Picasso, I liked Picasso because he was doing some different shit, like, other people were doing these photorealistic paintings, and they're great, don't get me wrong, but, you know, like, I like the abstract artists and shit, because I feel like that's what really propels shit forward, is, like, thinking outside the box, in a lot of ways, like, all of our great inventions, like, all of our, like, artistic, like, revolutions were caused by fucking some people thinking outside the box, so I like that type of shit, I try to think outside the box, and tying that in, we definitely went all outside the fucking box of this album. I don't think anything was in the box on this album. It's just, it, it goes in so many directions, man. Um, more, you know, and, and my album's always going a lot of directions. But this shit just went, like, everywhere, you know? It really explored a lot of territory. And, uh, I don't know. It's just, like I said, there's so many different sides of it. So, I'm excited. I, I, I am. You know, it's like, it feels good. And a lot of this was out of my hands. Like, I finished my parts in July. So I've been done for a while, like the end of July. But uh, taking the time and really trying to come with a product that uh, makes both of us proud. And uh, I think I think we did that. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> like, I know I'm proud of it. And a lot of people don't like how I talk about my music. Like, but I put the work in, man. Like, your favorite artists don't even write as many songs as me. They don't put as much work as I do into it. I wrote three fucking songs today. Like, no joke. I, I put my fucking work in. Like, I work hard for this shit. I work hard on my craft. I work hard to be a better artist every fucking day. And some of these people drop albums, like, every four years and shit. And y'all call them the GOAT. And it's like, not my GOAT not my fucking goat man you gotta be consistent you gotta keep dropping like you can't go four years and expect to still be the goat you know I don't know that's just my thoughts that's my thoughts uh, you can't go I guess it, it all depends on timing right 
If you're older, you're past prime, and you put an album out every four years just to check back in, show people you still got skills, that's different. If you're in the prime of your life and you're dropping an album like there's a four-year gap or more between your albums, that's not ghost shit to me. I don't know. It's like you're not keeping the art form thriving when you do that, when you just disappear like that. And I personally, I don't get it because like if I didn't have to fucking work like a normal job, well, I guess my job isn't really normal, but if I didn't have to dedicate those hours to something else other than music, you know how much fucking music I'd release? You know, if I could literally, like, collaborate with anyone I wanted to and get any producers, like, anybody out there, anyone to mix my shit, any directors, like, you know how much more art I would have released? The only reason why I don't have more shit released is because of how much I work, the fact that, like, I don't own a studio, so I have to, like, rely on others to use a studio or book studio time. And fucking, um, like, in some cases, it's like I'm waiting on collabs. So all of that shit, it all, like, if it were up to me, I'd have so much more shit released, you know? There's a whole mixtape that I have, like, that I haven't recorded that much of because I'm, like, relying on other people. So it's like, you know, th- there's a lot more that I would like to do that I don't get to do. And if I had the the access and the power that some of these artists have, I just think I would I would do more with it. So I don't I don't get it. Like when I see an artist like barely ever release shit, I don't get that personally. Like I feel like if you love the art, why aren't you making more art? You know. I don't get it. I think I kind of chose the wrong time, personally, for me to not be as productive with music, which was my early twenties. I was productive in my teens. I was productive in my mid-20s. The early 20s, I kind of like, I didn't get that much done. And I regret, you know, I look back and I, I regret that. Like, I that was, a that's like probably the, one of the mistakes that I've made musically. One of the biggest mistakes was that, not like keeping the foot on the gas, you know. It kind of sucked because it's hard being solo sometimes. Like, it's nice to have like a group and a team to fall back on. And that's how I was then, you know, like the people that I worked with musically quit music. So I didn't have people to work with. So I had to just do everything myself. I didn't have people to make beats for me and all that. And I didn't, I I wasn't the type who liked to just steal beats. I've done that and I am going to do that on this mixtape. But there's something fulfilling artistically to me about making your own beats and I, and people didn't fucking like my beats at first. A lot of people didn't. Some people did. And over the years, it's grown more and more where people actually like them. But I know, like, not everyone likes my style. Because my style isn't, like, the typical trap shit that's on the radio now. You know? It's not that, like, fucking, like, boom, 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 like that fucking... <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It's just a bunch of booms and hi-hat rolls and, like, not too much, not much melody, you know? There's a lot that's not really going down. (laughs) It's just, like, you know, simplistic, a lot of bass, a lot of fucking hi-hat rolls, (laughs) but nothing that crazy, you know? Nothing that crazy. Like, nothing that innovative. Everything's just kind of sounding the same. Which is okay. But I didn't want to just be one of those typical artists. And like, 
this era more than any other era that I've personally like witnessed or read into is so like copycat. You know, it's like one person comes up with a kind of cool idea and then a thousand others just copy that idea and make it shittier. <laughs> like fans keep eating it up, you know, but it's not good. Like it's not good music. It it has no real value. That's the thing I don't get is like, that's something I'll never understand, I guess. It's like this party music. Why is there, why is it so fucking mindless? Like if... If they're just going to mumble anyway, why can't they mumble some dope shit? Like, why can't they mumble some fucking, like, clever lines? That's And I know I drill that a lot, but I don't get it. Like, why say nothing when you could actually, like, say something cool that people will remember years later? Like, nobody's going to remember a lot of these fucking songs that are popular now. No one's going to remember that shit. It's not going to stand the test of time. People are going to look back at this era and be like, wow, that was fucking stupid. Why did they listen to a bunch of guys you couldn't really understand who were just saying nothing, you know? <laughs> like, I really think people will look back on this era and that's going to be the impression, like, years from now. Unless it just keeps getting dumber and dumber to the point where it's just like, huh, 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 like, just fucking shouting, like, oh, shit, you heard how he shouted on that part? That shit was dope. Like, I liked it. I liked when he went, huh? Like, nah, fuck you. I like when he went, huh? Like, I like that shit better. Fuck you. <laughs> this is just going to be like, people probably won't even be able to communicate. They'll just be like, huh? 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 Every, that's like how arguments are going to be in the future. You know? Because communication is just sliding downhill. That's how people are going to communicate. Just, huh? Huh? it's going to go back to fucking caveman shit. That's what it's going to be. We're already, like, Scotty Grippen told you episodes and episodes ago that fucking we were gonna turn into idiocracy. The world was turning into that. It really is like that now. It really is similar to idiocracy. Especially especially when fucking Trump was in office. We were run by that guy. That didn't even if you're a Trump supporter, didn't that kind of feel like it was idiocracy? Like, didn't it, didn't it kind of feel like, oh, fuck, like, this doesn't feel real. Did Trump supporters ever stop and think, like, this doesn't feel real. This feels like a fucking weird, bizarro world, you know? I don't know, not to get too much into that, but it was just a weird-ass time, and it really did feel like a fucking mockumentary that we were living through. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to keep it rolling. Stay tuned. I'll be back with more content for those of you who follow the content creators. You know, that's what I'm creating content. <laughs> what what I see today, stop creating content, make fucking art. Bam, break. y'all we're gonna shift gears pretty dramatically in this second part so i was looking into things because i had i had heard and i kind of knew 
I had learned a while back that uh, the companies that own some of the pharmaceutical companies also own media companies. So I knew that seemed like a conflict of interest. <laughs> if you if you don't connect the dots there, if you have pharmaceutical companies that are also own own like these pharmaceutical companies are owned by companies that also own media companies then can you trust what said media companies are saying about the products pushed out by these pharmaceutical companies so there are two um investment firms essentially named vanguard and blackrock and they are the top two owners of Time Warner, Comcast, Disney, and News Corp, which is four of the six media companies that control more than 90% of the U.S. media landscape. BlackRock and Vanguard form a secret monopoly that own just about everything else you can think of, too. I'm directly quoting this from childrenshealthdefense.org. But they own... Um, these companies also own pharmaceutical companies. So the New York Times and Big Pharma are largely owned by BlackRock and the Vanguard Group, which are the two largest asset management firms in the world. So they own like a large part of the stocks of nearly all big companies. And they also own the stocks of the investors in those companies. They have a complete monopoly. So there's a report that says that both these companies in the year 2020, it's a Bloomberg report, Together, we'll have investments in the amount of $20 trillion, which means they will own almost everything. Our, I've talked about this before. Our parents, for my generation, for those of us, for millennials, I'm a millennial, our parents have sold us out in a number of ways, and our parents' parents, they've allowed this to take place, you know, for these companies to run the world, essentially. Nobody stepped in. We didn't fight monopolies hard enough. And now we're dealing with that. It makes news very untrustworthy, you know, when... when Two entities own basically all of news and all the other stuff, products, good or bad, that could present, potentially be presented on the news. Is that suspicious to anyone? Big Pharma pumps out these vaccines. I know, this is the part that people don't like. People don't like this. They get sensitive about their vaccines. They love sucking from that Big Pharma teat, you know? <laughs> I was uh, conversing with a female and she was vaccinated. She asked if I was vaccinated when I told her that I wasn't. 
she assumed that I love Trump and this and that and all this like for those who don't know I literally have a an EP an entire EP dissing Trump called Trump America but it's so funny how just being skeptical just being a, a little skeptical about the about these uh coronavirus vaccines is like cause for people to say oh you're <laughs> you know you you're you're a trump lover you love trump and it's like you don't know anything about me other than that i'm a little skeptical about a vaccine the companies that make the vaccines are largely owned by vanguard you know the companies that make the vaccines are largely owned by blackrock So, <laughs> I don't know. People don't, people are just so willing to buy into these things. They're willing to buy into the vaccines being safe and like there's nothing wrong with them. There's no possible like bad side effects. And I've talked. I know we've talked about this a lot lately, but this is this is new um, info. I don't think a lot of people know. I never hear it talked about, which isn't surprising considering that they own the media. I don't think that if these companies own the media, do you think they're going to broadcast on the media that they own the media? Because people don't like that in general. Like Me telling you that two groups own most of the media has got to be suspicious, you know. It's got to make you think. Like, if you hear that, the two groups own all the media, I really feel like most people are going to look at that and think, that's sus. <laughs> Maybe they won't say that's sus. That's sort of more of a modern term. You know, but they will definitely think like, huh, that sounds a bit suspicious. I mean, just think about it. The companies that made the vaccines can't be sued till 2024, right? There's a giant media push behind these vaccines, like a giant media a push we've never seen behind these vaccines. And so the same companies that own the media own the vaccines. So you're just buying into them. They're pushing this vaccine. They're really pushing it heavily. Like they're doing whatever they can to get people to get it. Anything they can do. I don't I don't have all the answers. I really don't, but I just think that's suspicious. I'm sorry like I know y'all buy in and accept it for what it is and you know, you think oh, this is fine. We're all good. <laughs> like we got these vaccines. We're impenetrable now. Even though um when I got I got COVID and I was off work for two weeks and 
at the same exact time, one of my coworkers got COVID. The difference between us is she's vaccinated and I'm not. We both got COVID, probably in the same place, our work environment. We work with a lot of people with COVID. So, therefore, how effective are the vaccines? I mean, she got COVID when she already was vaccinated. I've heard of other people getting COVID who are vaccinated. How effective are they? We don't know. No one really knows. I mean, they can project all this stuff and all that, but it's it's just no one really knows. Like, no one can predict the future. You can try to line it up to the best of your ability, and you're not going to be right, you know? And if you get the vaccine, you're taking a risk. If you don't, you're taking a risk. So, I don't know, man. It's It's not cut and dry. It's not easy. But that being said, I don't know, the main focus of this was just how suspicious it is that Vanguard and BlackRock own so much of society. Think of $20 trillion, that's what they're projected to have in, you know, seven years. They're going to go up to $20 trillion. That's like, what would that be? Like a hundred, that's like a hundred times what Bezos has. What the richest guy, at least one of the richest guys in the world has. A hundred times that. A hundred times infathomable money. I don't care who you are, like having $200 billion dollars being worth that much, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't actually have that much. I guess I'm not sure, but it's unlikely that he has that much to just, like, at his expense, you know? But either way, he has more money than he could ever spend. And these two firms together are going to be worth a hundred times what he makes, a hundred times what the most uh, wealthy people in modern history have ever made. hundred times that. And people buy in, you know? People buy in. It's kind of crazy what you can get people... Like, how delusional people can be. What you, It's kind of crazy what you can get them to believe. I think. I mean, people will believe what they want to believe, really. They'll buy into whatever they want to buy into. So I saw a meme going around. It's kind of, it's always weird to me when I, like, bring up a topic that has to do with a meme. I saw a meme that said, would you rather have 500K or dinner with Jay-Z? And there's people... I'm assuming are probably dick writers, right? Who said, like, I'd have dinner with Jay-Z because he could give you so much more 
n knowledge than that 500k is worth. And I'm just thinking, for one, people can give you advice. It doesn't mean it's going to work for you, right? So let's say he gives you amazing advice. You try it, and it just doesn't work. So you could have had $500 or that experience, or 500k, I should say, or that experience. Also, if you take the 500k and just don't blow it, just invest it pretty wisely, you have even more money. And you might eventually get on someone like JC's radar and be able to have, you know, a meal with him either way. Well, people are afraid of that. <laughs> you know. I honestly don't get the argument for having dinner with him instead of, like, $500,000. <laughs> I think that's so crazy. I don't care what he does. He's not worth $500,000. Like, it's cool. Like, I know Jay-Z is a big deal to a lot of people, but that's crazy. Most people don't have that to spend. They'd be going into debt just to, like, maybe get a smile from Jay-Z. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have the answers. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I gotta say, I did not return. I didn't listen to any songs from Donda after I heard it the first time. Fuck, that album is long. Who called it a masterpiece? Fucking Joe Budden. Just, Joe Budden called that album a masterpiece. And that kind of tells me all I need to know about Joe Budden. That is even the most, like, super Kanye dick writers. Well, maybe some of them would say that. Because I think they say that about all of his albums. But if you could, you couldn't possibly listen to that objectively. And think that that was a masterpiece. Like you couldn't. It's just a crazy fucking thing to say. And it really. Um, it cheapens art when you do that. It's unfortunate. You know. Like. Because art should be a meritocracy. As sports are. Art really is not a meritocracy at all. It's just being in the right place at the right time and honestly, like, lowest common denominator selling to people with art. It's just, at least from my experience, I think a lot of people can relate to that experience though and share it. But it is hard. I don't think, I don't know, there's a lot that people don't think about. They get wrapped up in their own little bubbles and the world just becomes like a distraction to them at a certain point. So I don't know what to believe. I don't have all the answers. I don't have the answers sway. Speaking of Kanye. I don't know. If you are there any tracks I I'm sure there's some tracks worth returning to on the Kanye album. I've just I was pretty shocked at how many of the songs sounded the same. Like most, a lot of them use like that church organ. And like, that might be cool for a song or two, but that's a lot. 
At least I find it to be. But, hey. So, I mean, I've been, so this is kind of fun. I could tell that story. So I was talking to a girl, kind of telling her, we're kind of talking about, sort of talking about relationship things, but I was kind of talking about my um, love life, and she has a, you know, she's spoken for, so I wasn't talking to her in that capacity, but she was talking about, like, how she has this cousin that, like, just keeps picking the wrong guys, she picks married guys and all this stuff, and it's just messed, you know, like, she doesn't know what a good guy is and all this stuff and, like, all this. Like, that's what it turns into. <laughs> and, um, she says all this stuff about, like, how she, the girl would, you know, date men that had wives and men that were way younger than her and just stuff that didn't um, seem like it would lead to a good relationship. But after she tells me all this, she starts trying to, like, later on, like, set me up with her <laughs> her cousin. And I'm just like, uh, I might not be your type. I'm not married. You know, I kind of joked. <laughs> she's like, no, she's cool. And, like, she tried to sell her on me, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. Well, honestly, you know what it is more than anything? Is like, this is somebody that I would have to see almost every day. Not the cousin, but the other girl. And it's like, if I have to see her almost every day, if anything doesn't go well with her cousin, like, it's just going to be awkward. And then it's like, she knows people I know. And it's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't like to date people that like all my friends know. Because it just, it just gets weird, you know? It's like they know too much and the relationship just ends up going sour, kind of. So it's something that I think is good to keep private as long as you can. I don't know, it's been, been a long road, man. <laughs> like... I get, honestly, at this point, I get tired of telling the story of my most recent relationship. Like, it it gets exhausting to me. Like, I don't want to go through this again. Like, it's not a good story. It's not a fun story. It's just, like, it's just a lot of, like, negativity, really. Because there's not much positive to say. So, I don't know. I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, man, I'm just tired. Like, I've been that way for a while. I've been tired of talking about it because it doesn't... <laughs> it doesn't really um, do anything, you know? It doesn't make me feel better. If anything, it makes me have to think about it again. And, like, I don't want to do that. But people wonder, you know? Because people try to set me up with their friends and family members and stuff. And they wonder why I'm single, you know? And, uh, I don't know, it just hasn't been in the cards for me, but that's okay. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. I don't think. But I just try to be better every day, you know. You know what I do. It's just what's normal. <laughs> Ladies, can you make it more clear when you actually like us? 
It's so hard to tell sometimes, man. Like, you'll act like you like us, you know, say and do things that make us think you like us. Flirty, say nice things, you know, stare at us, smile, like, give all types of indications that you're into us. And then, first of all, we got to be the ones to make the first move, like, the vast majority of the time. It's so rare for a girl to make the first move. We have to make that first move. Risk getting rejected. Yeah. And we do all that. Then you string us along, you know, because you like the attention or whatever it is. And the this, so this is the weird thing, right? Like, this happens to me with women. I really try not to string them along, you know, if I'm not interested. It happens to me a lot, you know. So when I am talking to someone and they're just content with just stringing me along and they you find out they actually have a boyfriend or just whatever it is or they're not that interested in you for whatever reason, <laughs> it just feels like, it feels fucked up. It's like, really, you couldn't just, like, say something like a lot of people are really cowardly but I feel like it's really enabled in women a lot of times in that way like it's like you're just allowed to like not respond like you're allowed to just a lot of times people a lot of women seem to find it like totally acceptable to just ghost guys you know just like not carry on the conversation anymore and I just think that's wild, like, you, for you to lead someone on, for you to allow someone to spend money on you, you know, like, serious money, and then just bounce, like, just exit mid-conversation and never return. That's so wild to me, man. That's, like, that's just so wild. I don't understand it, honestly. I don't understand that level of entitlement to just feeling like you're allowed to treat people like that. I don't know. I don't get it. But it seems so common. It sucks because I was such an optimist. I really was. And I feel like you fucking assholes have just like totally, I don't want to say it's totally gone, but I'm so much less optimistic than I used to be. Because I've just, just, at least with, with the way that I view people. It's just a lot of really selfish people in the world, in the world, (sighs) you know, and, um, I get it. Like, I understand how people could be selfish because you are living through your lens, or your lenses, I should say. So everything you see, like so much of your life, if you're alone, especially, like if you're not around a lot of people, a lot of your life is dictated by what you want to do, by like how you feel, and all that, like. So, 
I get how people can be selfish. I don't understand it in the context of like people who supposedly want to find rewarding relationships. I don't understand how you're selfish and not considerate of other people's feelings. I don't get that. So I don't know how you can ever expect to truly be happy if like you treat people like they're unworthy of you, you know? When you treat people like that, it just, it really makes it hard for anyone to want to carry on with you. You know? And there will always be simps and insecure people who who will allow you to treat them like that. But Neither of you is going to be happy. They're probably going to feel resentment for being treated badly. You might end up like not respecting them. I've seen that before. A girl treats a guy like shit and then doesn't respect them for allowing them to treat them like shit. (laughs) You know, what's your respect worth then, honestly? People say like people say like oh I lost respect for you or like like it's a huge deal but it's like if I don't care about your respect in the first place if I don't think your respect is worth anything then why should I care when you tell me you don't respect me It's clear no it's rare for people to say that they don't respect people but it's clear In the way they treat people, you know? That always shines through in the end. So, if you don't want to, if you don't want to be respectful, just know where that's going to lead. I don't know, to me, like, like I was saying, there are girls that I don't like that I'm not attracted to that, like, really like me. I'm never an asshole to them. I don't just ignore them and never talk to them again. Like, to me, that's just, (laughs) it's immature, really. It's like, you're that afraid of confrontation? That's the funny thing is, like, the people with this superiority complex, but they're, like, they're supposedly superior to everyone, right? But then, like... So they're supposedly superior, but they can't do a simple thing like confront someone over something they disagree with. Just funny. Confronting people isn't always bad. I think confrontation has taken on like a fight thing. Like it's like if you get into a confrontation, it's a fight. But honestly, I mean... doesn't necessarily mean what people think it means. Like, confronting things can be a great thing. It can actually, like, get you to exchange ideas and make a better, maybe a better idea than you previously had. So, I feel like people, I don't know, they don't take the time to really Get to know people. 
it's all digital and none of that works like so much of our lives are spent in the digital realm now and it doesn't like it's not um as easy as people probably think like we're in this realm where we don't know like there's a lot of stuff we don't know if it's real or not and I guess this whole thing has actually, everything we've had going on with this pandemic, it really has shown me, like, how much our healthcare system is really lacking. It's really exposed the healthcare system in a lot of ways that I don't think they were ready for. But. All good things must come to an end. So I'm going to have to slide out. I'll drop this segment off for you. However you like it served. Slice it up, grind it up. Fry it, saute it. Let me know what you want to do. And I'll be back after this pretty minuscule break. Yeah. Alright, be back. KZR Rosewards! Damn, it's a light week. It's a light, it's a really light week on the sports front. I was just thinking about it. Of course, I mean, unfortunately, the damn Dodgers lost. So they are a game behind the Giants. They lost. They're 80, 86 and 51. The Giants are 87 and 50. They're, it's just been an even battle all the way here. There's nothing I could really say. No, Walker Bueller got knocked around. So that didn't go so well. Gave up six runs. Honestly, so. <laughs> it's tough, you know, like. Just some games go like that and there's nothing you can really do. What do we have? The... The UFC, man, nothing really interesting in the UFC, honestly. Derek Brunson knocked out Darren Till. I mean, I feel like every time I hear about Darren Till, he's losing some big fights, so. I don't know what that really means. CM Punk officially retires from MMA. I mean, probably should. <laughs> Didn't go well. He was on the, like, he hasn't fought since 2018, which he, uh, he lost. And, uh, he, but he was still under the testing. Like, he still was getting tested for that. So, I don't know. Kind of a, he had an un, uneventful career. Lost, actually lost two fights. Although the second fight was, uh, he, he lost by unanimous decision the second time. 
got submitted in the first fight. And uh, that the second fight was actually wrote a no contest because his opponent tested positive for cannabis, which is kind of stupid. Or it is stupid, like, to actually have to vacate wins because I really don't think cannabis is a performance-enhancing drug, you know? <laughs> that's all we could really... That's all we could really do, man. There's not much going on in the world of sports. It's a slow week. I'm sorry. Um, I guess the NFL is going to get started soon. I don't even know, like... NBA isn't really close to starting. Nothing's really going on. This is one of the deadest sports we've had in a while. So uh, maybe next week will be more interesting. But for now, peace. read from the book of grab <clears throat> i'ma stay fucking who's cucking you nothing to a boss that's sucking so chicks stay with the dick play <laughs> i click spray and evict strays i'ma stay fucking who's cucking you <laughs> nothing to a boss that's sucking so chicks stay with the dick play <laughs> i click spray and evict strays my rhyme book tops the Getty Museum from places y'all too petty to be from. I jam on them with all ampersands. When I land on land, I clamp them bands. <laughs> My bars got the power to end the Fed. Can't beat me, even if they send the dead. Can't beat me, even if it's in your head. You to me is comparing Zen to dread. Pencil neck, biatches, Z spotless. You can't top this. You know we got this. Each flock is increasing through telekinesis. Consider this a hell of a thesis in English, but dropping math and science too. They die off of fractions of what I've been through. They die off my aura swi side swiping crews. Make your girl cream on pie piping boo. Ooh, I'ma stay fucking who's cucking you. Nothing to a boss that's sucking too. Chicks stay with the dick play. I click spray and evict strays, huh? And I'ma stay fucking who's cucking you. Nothing to a boss that's sucking too. Chicks stay with the dick play, huh? I click spray and evict strays. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I try. <laughs> I really try to put forth a quality product every week, and I think for the most part we've done that. I know, like, some shows are better than others. I don't think this is one of our best. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I don't think this is one of our best, but it is a good show. And I think it had good energy, and I appreciate it. So... Thanks, thank you, and thank you so much to the thing. But, I don't know, I really, you know, we, we are really approaching 100 episodes, and I gotta get, 
on the grind. We got to have something special for the 100th. I have something in mind, but I'll see how it goes. So definitely stay tuned and let me know if, if you need help anything, really, with anything, really. I'll be here. Thank you. Until next time. <laughs> now this sound like some 007 N64 shit. All around the world, people post with a camera. Then they wanna get the city bigger than camera. Everybody focus on what hides in the frame. They don't think outside the box when they rise to the fame. Never really started doing this to be famous. At the same time, I don't want my history nameless. I'm just trying to make my art and feed my doctor. Keep a belly full for every need I got to. But I've been a dream as long as I've been conscious. So ironic, but the scheme is monstrous. When I drop, you know the indie scene is conquered. Keeping all my revenue from fiend sponsors. Young James Bond. This is my casino boy, yeah. Dressing so immaculate, they seen a boy style. Yes, with every rap I spit, I grow the profile. So loud, no doubt. This is so original, you know they'll copy this. But remove the solar, add a clip of sloppiness. Plus, it doesn't filter, so it can't be recognized. Then they take the credit, cut a check, but check the But every action they do is fiscal This whole world is about the green But they shout and scream till you doubt the scene Purple, you don't know who to trust Red or blue pill, both uses crust Cause even if you wake up, everybody been asleep These machines are running things and we all in too deep Stuck in a box and that's the only way you leave Destabilize and moralize and you know they deceive Every style you see is vile bomb from the scammers Got you in that box, hey smile for the camera Thankfully our big bro got us in a Rubik's Cube Box inside a box by boxes, you can do it too For the low price of your privacy and it'll all be good Welcome to the show baby, this is Hollywood Hollywood, 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 Hollywood Hollywood, 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 Hollywood all around the world, people post with a camera And then they wanna hit the city bigger than camera Everybody focus on what hides in the frame They don't think outside the box when they rise to the fame